Hey guys, do you have a second to chat before we start the show? Of course we do, Nady Jalapenos. We always have time to chat with the fellow who invented taking your socks off <laughs> at the end of a long day. <laughs> yeah, Nady Jalapenos, chatting with you is sweeter than a gumdrop goulash. Well said, Brent. Thank you, Catherine. That's nice, but I'm a crime guy now and I did a bunch of crimes to you. Shut your mouth and don't make a peep. You are a noble shard bearer who is well studied in the way of kings. You would never do crime. Yeah, you noble warrior strengthened by the power of stormlight. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way you did anything even close to a crime. I know, but in last week's intro, I accidentally wrote that Brent's name was Trent. So I put the entire <laughs> script into a wood chipper and aimed the shavings into a lake. I spent all night writing the new Trent-free script, and this one is the one that will last forever. So go ahead and open your computers, and let's start the show. You are listening to the North American Friends Movie Club. A show where we talk about films. Movies. And the cinema. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, Kate? Sure thing. I'm Kate, and I'm a professional cricket player for the New Zealand Hobbit Kissers. They uh, fly me in and pay me a lot of pay me a million dollars per match because I'm just so damn good at cricket. What league do the Hobbit Kissers play in? I was just about to ask the same question. We are the number one team in the Galactic Cricket Association. Damn, the GCA. That is a good one. Some people hate their jobs, but not me. I love smashing wickets and selling tickets. I love putting on a pair of white dress pants and hurling a giant avocado pit as hard as I can. I love an athletic event that includes a lunch break. Can I um, uh, ask a cricket question? Of course. How come the batters wear beekeeping uniforms when they go up to bat? Great question. It's to protect them from bees if the bowler tries to throw some bees at them. Mm, that makes a lot of sense. Speaking of bees, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, B-Rent? Thank you, Catherine. I'm Brent, and I'm the warden at the Nova Scotia Dog Jail. Is that what you call the animal shelter? No. Animal shelters are for dogs without homes. I work at the dog jail where we keep the dog criminals. But all dogs are good boys, even the lady dogs. Spoken like a naive chew toy who doesn't know anything about the world. <laughs> These aren't your normal misbehaving puppies. These are hardened criminal hounds with little to no chance of reformation. Mean doggies who eat lamps. <laughs> mean doggies who eat lamps and spread powdered sugar all over the house while their owner is away. Wait, are you just talking about your dog? Is your house the jail? No, no. It's a real job and it pays a lot. Okay, and I'm Nate. Let's start the show. I knew it was going to be real crimes that Eddie committed. This is what it sounds like when we do a podcast. We're currently doing one. This is the North American Friends Movie Club. It's right there in the name of our freaking show before <laughs> movie club comes friends. So, friends, how we do it? 
How the frick are you? How the frick are we doing, friends? <laughs> we should try to do the whole episode without saying fuck instead of saying fuck instead uh, of frick. Yes, it. let's do it. I would love, and then I would let my daughter listen to it. Maybe if we also didn't mention sex. Well, not this episode. <laughs> <laughs> You've already. Maybe we should share our friendship in that Brent has already texted multiple sexual things on the group chat line. What one? <laughs> Literally one thing. Two things. You mentioned no. Scarlet's bazoongas. And Not then, Scarlet's. Yes. The maid. Who? No, you you texted about a, a babe from Clue, and then you posted a picture of, what's her name? Salty Spice. What's her name? Ice Spice. Ice Spice. I said I'm entering my Ice Spice era. There's nothing horny about that. That was a horny picture that you chose to send with that. You could not get any more covered up in that in that picture than what she is. Well, uh, so so here's your chance to defend yourself. Uh, what does uh, entering your ice spice era mean? <laughs> I just think <laughs> I just think she's the next big thing, and I'm okay. gonna I'm getting ahead of things. You're hopping on board, like I'm when- hopping on board the ice spice train. I'm supporting her. I think she's got a good head on her shoulders, and I think she's going to be the next big thing. Nate asked who ice spice was. No, he I said. My exact words, Brent entering his Ice Spice era, and then Nate said, I don't know what that means, but I support you. And so I sent a picture, a very, very tasteful picture of Ice Spice. <laughs> she, has full, she has full pants on. She has a tank top, or not, a long sleeve shirt on. She's literally licking her lips. You can I see her underwear. She is touching her, her behind. And Absolutely. She, she is wearing a long sleeve shirt, Brent, but it is important it's- to mention that it's a see-through long sleeve shirt. <laughs> I didn't look into detail. I just grabbed an image off of Google. Sure. Okay, she is licking her lips. I see that now. <laughs> and is that her? I didn't know that was her. That does look like her underwear. Okay. Yeah, you're right. It's a horny-ass picture, but in my defense, A, Nate asked what Ice Spice was. B, I didn't <laughs> I just grabbed a picture that was not, no boobs or butt hanging out. I didn't look at the details. There's a little bit of underwear and the shirt's see-through where she's licking her lips. That shouldn't be a horny thing, though. Mm. Okay. Like okay. maybe she just finished eating some delicious food. Absolutely. And she's wiping her hand on her behind as she sits suggestively on the couch. That's exactly how I look at Ribfest. I'm taking the <laughs> sauce off the lips. I'm wiping my hands on... My butt. I can sometimes see it. my underwear is out. I'm sure it is sometimes. Are you wearing a thong too? What is the? I don't. Okay, I don't. I'm not getting into that. I can't start the thing with three horny things. <laughs> yeah, you got to save your third one. You only get one more for the next hour and a half. You need so. to save it for later. <laughs> How you doing, Kate? I'm doing well. I'm doing good. I am accomplishing. <laughs> I'm doing that thing where I just like like I'm reporting the news. I'm accomplishing goals. And uh, feeling physically healthy. <laughs> Is any of that true? At, both of them are true. Yeah, I'm feeling good. I wish I was exercising more, but other than that, there's always more things I can do better, right? But Oh, there's always more stuff. It's always more. But I'm not going to focus on that. You were not about that lifestyle. We're I am not about that. Getting Thank through you. that day, getting through the day and being happy. Yeah, That's this right. is a getting through the day kind of podcast. This is not like a... Gwyneth Paltrow goop improve your life kind of podcast is like ah, we're all just trying to get through this shit Absolutely. I think that's what everyone has to do Abs- uh, yes yes if and- I had them if I if I was rich like Gwyneth Paltrow then yeah I could 
I could push and yeah, ex- achieve way higher things in a day. Yeah. Because I could just pay someone to make my meals for me. Mm-hmm. Making mm-hmm. meals takes up half the day for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I don't do it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> why I'm a big fat person. I'm not a big no, fat you're person. Not. I know I'm not. See, it's that I will say I've been struggling with my body image. And it's because I ate crackers before bed the other night. I ate like, <laughs> <laughs> I ate like crackers long- derailed you? Oh my lord. I ate so I ate a whole th- sleeve of Ritz, but it was a half sleeve. It was those little sleeves. Oh, my God. I just have this mental image right now of like a train plowing down the tracks and then it runs over a single saltine cracker and just derails, like <laughs> jumps the track and flips That's what over. happened, man. They fucking triggered me. How she rationalized the size of the sleeve of crackers in real time. She said, I ate a whole sleeve of crackers. Technically, it was a half a sleeve, but it was a really tiny sleeve. <laughs> I know. God, I need help. No, I don't. I'm all right. Well, how are you doing, Brent? Um, I'm do. I'm today. I'm super hyper today. I don't know why. I'm doing really good today. I had a good sleep, some solid like nap time. Um, mm. No, I didn't nap. I'm, I'm at sleep time. Mm. Um, the dogs were positioned well. They didn't fuck up my shit through the night. Um, but through a water main burst on my road last week and um so there's a lot of it's like right next to my house so there's a lot of heavy machinery and tools laying around and um but they shut the water off at intermittent times so i never know when i'm gonna have water Uh-oh. so that's unfortunate is that why you were topless no i was sweating and i couldn't put my shirt on because you know when you try to put a shirt on when you're sweat or wet just doesn't go on right mm-hmm. yeah um that's what that was i the shirt's on now but what i've been doing is i've been sending pictures of the heavy machinery and the tractors and stuff and the people and saying this type of shit i'm on and then just leaving it at that mm, i okay now i understand what that i didn't quite clue into what you were saying but you were kind of trying to act like hey this is i'm i'm running the machines i got it i got that was a little absurd and he was why is that absurd i can't operate no it's a funny i don't know it's just funny like (laughs) absurd funny why did you turn to joe pesci all of a sudden there (laughs) who me or you (laughs) why is that funny huh why is that funny yeah go ahead tell me tell me why that's funny me with a pin um no i just text people with my foot i'll, I'll go when they leave all the construction guys leave for the day i'll go out and i'll Can put my foot over on it me. like a fucking nine-year-old yeah. yeah no it's right they just leave the shit in the road they close the road down the intersection it's literally like 10 feet from my house and they just leave all the big machines and all the tools Did around you sit on the seat yet brent i sat on top of uh the, the, uh, the electric tamper thing i guess they call it it, it flattens the ground mm, tamper yeah sure i sat on that and i put my foot on the machines and i put i said to p- take a picture of it i said it's like i sent a picture of um my foot on uh like a steamroller um to you my put I said, a to sticker my, on one of them what kind of sticker i don't know find a sticker and put it on there and then that if you see that again you'll be like that's that's mine it is fun. pretty funny to think of a 40-year-old man with his foot on a machine, and then someone goes, hey, and he runs away real quick. Like, ah. <laughs> and feed into my own house. <laughs> um, 41-year-old man. Sorry, sorry. I, 
I sent a picture of my my foot on top of a steamroller to my my father. He told me to fuck off. Um, <laughs> uh, just I like taking pictures of my just. I never put my face on there. It's just various body parts. Well, mm-hmm. you've already mm-hmm. mentioned on this podcast that uh, your legs are your best feature. So, a hundred percent. Waist down. Waist down. I'm telling you, you're not getting any better. <laughs> You're not. You're the ice, I, you're the ice spice of waist down. I am the forty one year old ice spice of waist down. Waist yeah. down. Oh, I'm killing life. If every, my ship would have came in if we just judged things by waist down. Oh fuck yeah. But I digress. Um. So yeah. I got it's about just, calf down. No. Calf down. I'm, I'm pulling. I'm pulling some weight. <laughs> <laughs> There was another thing I had to mention besides the Ice Spice era. The oh, I wanted uh, Kate to your the yeah instruction yeah Kate. What's the the how you feeling about uh, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift? I mm. can't. Mm. I am delighted. I am. No. I am delighted. I think it's wonderful that two people are having fun getting to know each other, and they are just beautiful and. I think we should allow people to have fun. No, I agree with that. I just can't get over how much of a douchebag he is. I didn't know <gasps> he was that douchey. Now, I won't I won't be hearing any of that. Um, I have been doing impressions. <laughs> well, we're going to. And I'm also going to do my Travis Kelsey impression for you. Okay. I want to know. I want to say that this that this is a Travis Kelsey brothers uh podcast that we are no we're not no <gasps> we're not doing that he i'm once i do the impression you're gonna go fuck brent nailed it frick brent nailed it yeah you already blew it we are yeah. literally barely even started we couldn't do it you're gonna okay, say go frick, brent okay ask i need someone to pretend that they're the side okay you pretend you're um what's her face aaron andrews and ask me how i uh feel about the game Travis Kelsey, we're down on the field. Uh, bet, how are bet, you feeling yeah. about the game? Well, first of all, I want to say, Aaron Andrews, you is a tenderoni. That is for sure. <laughs> now, second of all, I got one thing to say about the game. I just want to thank the person that came up to saying high and tight because, A, that's how I like my end zone fades. B, that's why it tells my barber when it's time to line this shit up. And three... That's how I like my white, tall, skinny girlfriend's rear ends. Good impression. I've never heard him talk, but I believe that's true. Wow. I felt like I was watching the football game. Yeah. And then Patrick Mahomes goes, like, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> no, no, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, you see the video where they put no, him. No, he's Kermit the Frog. No, they put uh, uh, Eastbound and Down. What's the guy's character's um, name in Eastbound and Down? Kenny Powers? Yeah, they put Kenny Powers right after Patrick Mahomes, and they have the exact same voice. It's so funny. <laughs> I'll play it right now, and you'll laugh so hard. Yeah, no. So we started off. They actually threw a nice uh, party for us at the hotel. The Chainsmokers came through. DJ Khaled came through. Um, I had the goddamn Spoon Man from the Soundgarden videos coming to my shit. No way. Oh, yeah. I'm talking six grills burning at all times. Tiki torches, three whole pigs, fucking shitloads of macaroni and cheeses, baked potatoes. Well, I'm, yeah, that was, I'm a that fan. my week. That's my week. Nate, how are you? Uh, I'm good. I uh, spent the weekend with my brother redoing his stairs. 
And that was uh, kind of fun, actually. It's fun to do uh, building stuff with your younger brother and have some bonding time and be like, hmm, yes, good measurement. Yes, excellent. Well, well done. <laughs> That's yeah. lovely. It's 12 inches. How do you redo stairs? Because he had carpet on them, so he ripped off all the carpet and then put uh, laminate flooring down. Oh, I would love just to put carpet all through my house again. Oh, I don't ever want carpet again. Well, good for you on the, on the stairs. You know what? It just feels uh, it's fun to do uh, projects. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. a beginning, middle, and end. And you use power tools, you feel pretty cool, and it's kind of yep. dangerous. So that's exciting. You like a project. Oh, we love a project. So why is Nate not getting mocked for his talking about power tools and projects? I'm doing the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I have much bigger tools that I'm dealing with over here. You need to get with. out there with a hammer and just start hitting one of the things. I'm going. <laughs> oh, speaking of hitting things with tools. Oh, oh yes. no. Why don't you tell us about the movie we watched this week, Brett? Me? I mean, just introduce it, and then Kate will tell us what happens. (laughs) The movie was an audience pick, and it's going to end out the month of um, September, which was um, Suspense Month. And the movie that we watched was the 1985 classic, Clue! Clue! I don't know why I said it that (laughs) way. Kate, why don't you tell us what happens in this film? Okay. So, the movie Clue is based on the Parker Brothers... Uh, board game. Oh my god, I couldn't think of that word. Um, and so the movie starts and there are six different people that were invited to a mansion that is not where they're from and it was it's a stormy night and all of these people get there and they're greeted by a butler and they tell he tells them they're going to have pseudonyms so they all have fake names and that's where you get the names of the players on the board. So uh, Scarlet, Miss Peacock, uh, Professor Plum. Uh, <laughs> Why'd you say Peacock that way? I don't know. Um, Professor Plum, Colonel Mustard, and Mrs. White. And so the butler ends up telling them that they're all being blackmailed, which they all knew because they are, um, by Mr. Body. And then Mr. Body shows up and he, um, tells them that uh, the police are going to come in 45 minutes and he gives everyone a weapon and he says you um, I'm going to turn the lights out and if you guys kill the butler then no one will have to find out about your blackmail well long story short that begins a series of murders that leads to the ending of the movie having three different endings, which they played in the movie theaters when this was released. So each movie theater would have a different ending. But we at home with the VHS get to see all three of the endings. On home and video. So, on home video, yes. And so that's the movie. That is exactly the movie. That's all the characters. It's uh, set in the 50s. I think that's the only part. Yeah. Maybe that we missed is it's a it's a period film as well as a murder mystery. Um, we had a uh, there's a super. I have a very good friends with the super fan of Clue, and she told me about the thing today about the alternate endings in the theater. You had to go to diff- see it three different times if you wanted to see all three endings. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was a huge fuck up. Maybe one of the worst fuck ups in movie history because everybody was just like got 
didn't want to go to the movie three times and they didn't know which was the good ending. So they just didn't go at all. And it was, uh, they really fucked that up. Interesting. Yeah. Cause the movie is so good <laughs> and I love it. So good. <laughs> so Brett, this was your first time watching this movie, correct? Yes. So I've never, I don't know how I missed it. So let, I honestly don't know. Let's start with you. Yeah. Um, it's it was very good. I, nostalgia factor and bringing life to something that I've done over and over and played a bunch of times is really cool for me. So I really enjoyed that factor that like it brought these characters that we all played to life. And we all had our own interpretations of these characters beforehand to see them um, embodied on film is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So I really like that. Um, it was just. I got lots of good little tidbits that I want to talk about. Do you like this movie, Nate? Yeah, I love this movie, actually. It's uh, it's one of those movies that I watched a bunch when I was a kid. Uh, it was, I think we had the VHS at the very least. It was on television a lot, but yeah, I watched it a million times. And the part I like the most about the movie is those three endings. You guys know when I love when a movie does movie shit when it's like hey <laughs> we're a movie in yeah. case you were wondering and there's that's a that's one of the top uh examples of a movie being a movie just being like uh here's an ending but maybe this is the ending i know <laughs> <laughs> i didn't like that part loved it i didn't like the three different endings give it to, i don't want to have to think you want some so clarity well i mean exactly. the last one is the real ending they say but this is the real end so they all. So the ending is each one of them has done a different killing, other than um, what's his name, Mister Green, mm-hmm. who Mister Green, who is a undercover FBI agent, who is not a homosexual. He's a heterosexual, and he's going home to make love to his wife. Yeah, that is the absolute best line in the movie, and made me <laughs> laugh out loud because I forgot about it. And then the movie just ends in the very last line of the movie is, I'm going to go home and sleep with my wife. <laughs> That's what Superfan Joe said about it. It's the same thing. <laughs> the best line in the movie is Mr. Green saying that. That's and so, it just ends. so fucking funny. <laughs> I also have a very vivid memory of being like 12 or around that age and watching this movie with my friends. And then when the singing telegram lady gets shot to yeah. us, Young men, that was the funniest thing we had ever seen in our life. Like, you can't do that in a movie. You can't. (laughs) What's going on here? You can't kill a singing telegram person? Just how surprising it was. Like, the door opens and she starts singing and then she just gets shot and dies immediately. And then they close the door. Like, it's just so absurd. Yeah. That uh, that it, uh, I would just remember us all being very tickled by that. I like the part where um, I've always liked the part where the uh, chandelier falls and he he gets scared. Colonel Mustard is just so exasperated. Like he just keeps being traumatized and traumatized. And then he's like, you're surprised. That's how people get heart attacks. Yeah. I, I, um, when he grabbed his chest, I was like, oh, I'm getting to be the age where I could get scared to death. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a tough way to go, man. Damn, that's yeah. a tough way to go. <laughs> like, imagine you're one of those couples who 
does the like hide around the corner in your house kind of thing first of all that's insane to me like that i get insane. a divorce i hate those people yeah. so I don't much like that. yeah, that's divorceable material but imagine you do that to like your 45 year old husband and then he just dies he fucking dies <laughs> Yeah, like, do you feel bad or like, do you like, do you, I won? They just, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> well, like, it's gotcha, both. Bitch. It's both. Yeah. It's like you feel proud and upset at the same time. It's very conflicting. And then you look oh. at the coroner's report and under cause of death, it just says boo. Oh, <laughs> if I die young, I, and I hope I don't. I don't want to die young. It's not, I want to die young thing. If I do die young, I hope it's super funny so that people like, can grieve that way. Mm, like you put your foot up on the steamroller and then it accidentally rolls onto you. <laughs> Listen, I'm very careful when I'm around the heavy machinery. I know that what it can do. These aren't feather dusters we're dealing with out here. No, no, sir. Uh, I wrote down Kate is Miss Scarlet. No, I'm no, yeah. I'm no you prostitution. Are... No, person. not because of that. Because she was very quick with it and funny. And she just had that, that swagger about her. That's you. Well, I'll take that compliment. Which one would you guys be? Ooh, if I could be a clue character? Yeah, we have to give everybody else a clue person. Oh, I don't know. You guys you guys have to pick for each other. I think Nate is definitely uh plum. Mm. Mm. See, I was thinking that I was more of a mustardy guy, but I could be a plum guy. I think in my heart, actually, I'm a Tim Curry Butler guy. But yeah, but we're nah. just assuming I, you're definitely Wadsworth. But if we have to pick the characters, you're you're way more plum than mustard. Mm. I was thinking Brett was more. He gets more flustered than you do, so he would be mustard, Colonel Mustard, flustered yeah. mustard. <laughs> there you go. Breaks itself. I wrote down like the movie starts and it's pouring rain. And then uh, two of the characters share an umbrella as they're running up to the house. And so I wrote down, I'm not an umbrella guy. I'm a, just a get wet guy. <laughs> I'm just a get wet. Yeah, guy. you are. <laughs> <laughs> like you guys, you guys owning umbrellas and breaking out umbrellas. I have, I've, I I've owned an umbrella for the last 20 years and I haven't used it yet. Yeah. You're just a get wet guy like me. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I'm in no situation where I'm out long enough to, where, to get wet. You guys I'm are like, raw dog in weather. Yeah. We are. We're saying, fuck it. God, this is God's plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who am I to play God? That's hilarious. Yeah, I use an um, umbrella if I like know it's going to rain and I remember it. But most of the time that doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. But I do really like umbrellas. I prefer an umbrella. I'd feel really, um, what's the word? self-conscious yeah i feel real self-conscious using an umbrella mm. like look at this fucking guy i don't think i would uh, it has nothing to do with style for me it's just um i never would 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 think of it but it's the same with like coats and stuff it's only when it's an emergency am i throwing that coat on you don't wear coats i like to be unrestricted so do you get cold Oh yeah, lots lots of times, and lots of times I fucked up bad. And I'm like, oh, I really didn't think this one through. It's winter in like, Canada, and you don't have a coat, or just not the right one. Like, so we have different coat levels here, and sometimes sure. I I know about coat levels. I, yeah, I feel like that's a, a misconception about Canadians. I think all Americans think that like we have the Canada goose jackets and we're dressing in like 
beaver tail boots and fucking big thick goose feather jackets when You're not, I don't own, not everyone I don't own, looks exactly like that i don't own a winter jacket you don't own a winter coat no not one that fits i have one that i can't do up because of yeah. uh, fatness uh, same i got one of those too <laughs> i don't understand i feel like you guys need to take better care of yourselves and i think well, that's that the might thing. be a we men know. thing no not- we know yeah oh it's definitely a man thing melissa owns probably conservatively right now i could probably go to different closets pick out 12 coats 12 coats she sure. has sure she's sure. much smarter than you yeah she's like yeah. an onion but they're all yeah. they're all the same they're all black and they're all just coats it's called uh, timeless style maybe learn something about right. it absolutely i have no i do have one that i can zipper up and it's uh, it's a Columbia, so that's good. So, what do you do when you're going outside to take care of things outside? What, do, what I'm not, uh, I don't work for the ski patrol, hmm. so I'm not outside for any doing things. When you're do you shoveling, have a ski patrol, at the ski hill. When you're shoveling, you're getting warm, so you don't. Yeah. You can kind of like I've done a lot of shoveling with uh, gloves and a toque, yeah. but no no coat. Me too. You kind of like bottle in the heat at the tips and just try For to keep Americans, it in. A toque is a hat that is called a beanie. That is a toque. Uh, what sounds more ridiculous, beanie or toque? I mean, they're both pretty bad. Let's be real. They <laughs> haven't come up bad. with a good name for that hat yet. <laughs> um, I just say winter hat. But that's hypothermia is not caused by the cold. It's caused by getting sweaty and cold. Mm. You, can't, you can't wick away that moisture and that freezes. That drops the body temperature. That we're, I think that's why we don't wear the stuff because we know we're smart. Mm. We've been through it. Mm-hmm. We're like Mr. Quint. I am good about foot warmth. Like in the winter, I uh, break out a different set of socks than I operate in the summer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's good. And I check the weather and then I go, oh, this is a two sock day. This is going to be yeah. the good socks plus some normal socks over top of the good socks. Mm. How the hell did we get here? I know. How did we get here? Let's talk about our favorite murder scene in this movie. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite way to kill someone? And mine will always be with the uh, pipe. And she go, bop! And hit him one time. Bop! Just one little, one bonk. You love a That's bonk. Right. I do love a bonk. Bonk! You're dead. <laughs> You can just yell at it when you say it. I would. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <You're dead. laughs> I think that my, I don't know if, well, I, I found funny was um, Yvette when she got strangled and her last words were, they seen my face and every inch of my body. And I think that uh, to me, I laugh because I, sh- I want that to be my last words just to confuse everybody. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like, I just lay in the bed, the last thing I say to everybody, all my family surround me, I'm like, they see my face and every inch of my body. And then <laughs> That's stop. weird, bro. I know, I know. <laughs> but funny. Yeah. And that's sure. the way I go good out. Good point. Good point. That's a good point. A little absurd. Yep. Um, what was yours, Nate? Uh, hmm. Shooting the the teller. Yeah, that's girl. it. Yeah, that's, that's got to be it for sure, for sure, for sure. For sure. It was weird seeing Christopher Lloyd horny. Right. 
<laughs> I, I didn't like that part at all. And this was actually very close to um, Back to the Future, his big sort of breakout. And right, really close to Roger Rabbit. So this guy went on a heater. Oh, yeah. He owned the 80s. I wrote down, uh, this is a shoes on, uh, shoes in the house kind of house. Mm-hmm. All the, oh, all hard floors. A house like that. Yeah. A house like that, you put the shoes on. Yeah, gorgeous floors, though. I'd love to love to have some nice floors like that. Um, Would you want to live in a house like that? I have that written down. It was a question I wanted to ask you two, because I don't think I could do it. I don't think I really don't no. think I could do it. If I didn't have to clean it, absolutely. Like no ghost, oh, con- no ghost concerns, no spooky noise concerns on your part. I don't believe in that shit. So mm. no. A little fact from uh, Clue Superfan: the set was given to the TV show Dynasty, where they used it as a hotel. Yeah, that whole house was a set. Yeah. I want to. Cool. Sh- I want to mention that. Uh, my sister, Jennifer, she loves this movie, too, as much as I do. And so she's excited that we were doing this this one. And I, I said, and I love my sister, so I want to give her a shout out. Tell her that I love her so much. We, we me, and um, Nate also love Jennifer. And I want to say I love my sister. She'll never listen to this in a million years, but I love her, too. So just in case. I love my sister, Kara. Shout out. Yeah. Big C. Love you. I also love Jamie, my other sister. Do you guys want to no, we're gonna do, do a quiz? quiz? Yeah. That's what I was going to say the whole time. Uh, I think we're going to go with uh, nine questions on the Clue Quiz. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah, I think that's what we're going to do. Question number one. <laughs> Who founded the company Parker Brothers? Parker. Was it? Nope. <laughs> Was it George Baldwin Parker? George Swinnerton Parker? George Cuthbert Parker? George Somerset Parker? That's very hard and a good question. That is a good question. Who's going first? Uh, this week, we're going to go with Nathaniel. I want to say Baldwin. Baldwin Parker. I was stuck between Carthright or what was the the Cuthbert? Cuthbert and Somerset. So Okay. I'm going to go I don't know. Somerset. Okay. Parker Brothers owns Clue and that was founded by a George Swinnerton Parker. He's heating up. Ooh. Damn. During the dinner scene, the very first dinner scene when everyone's getting to know each other. Miss Peacock is enjoying her shark fin soup. Who is sitting to her right? Is it green, plum, mustard, or body? Mm, that's really hard. It's my turn, right? Catherine first. It would be, I think, Professor Plum. I'm going to say, oof, Kate, I think you're right, actually. I'm imagining it now. I'm going plum, too. To her right, enjoying the shark fin soup with her, is Professor Plum. Nice, Kate. I would have chosen differently, but when you said it, I yep. saw the vision in my mind. Just going to say, Kate, you got to do better than that. That's fucking Bush League. You were like, oh, it's my turn, right? Right? You got to hide it better. Oh, I'm sorry. Kate wins more than any of us, and we shouldn't give her any advice. Do I win more than you guys? Yeah, you kill you. Kick her ass pretty much seventy percent of the time. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't keep yeah. track. Yeah, well, yeah, the internet does. 
Oh my lord, I'm gonna I'm gonna think about that all day. Anyway, I'm fine if I lose, so that's probably why. Okay, go ahead. Let's do it. Let's go. When they went to go check on the cook, they ran in the kitchen and there was a dessert on the table. What was it? Mmm. I remember. Was it a pie? A pie? Brownies? Cake? Or creme brulee? I'm going to say the most aesthetic dessert is a pie. I'm going with pie. Okay. Cake. There was a chocolate cake on the table. Back! You're dead. <laughs> Number four. I'm a, one thing we can all agree that I'm an ally, right? Definitely. Yeah, and I treat women the same as I treat men, and I treat men the same as I treat women. Correct? Yeah, we, don't, we don't need Kate to weigh in. I agree, and we can move forward. 100%. Uh, last week's quiz involved uh, a question what color are Anton's underwear? Mm-hmm. This, to even it up with the, the genders here. Sure. Uh, sure. Mrs. Scarlet, Miss Scarlet fell backwards onto the sofa. Revealing her underwear. Which color did she wear? Were her underwear green? Red? Black? Or white? White? Black. Miss Scarlet wore a green dress with black underwear. This is annihilated. Whoa! No! I was feeling confident about that too. Um, that's that's a little shout out to uh, the allies. That one's uh, for you, boys. That one's for you, boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the board game Clue is a fun game, and that's what this movie is based off of. And it's iconic. I would say iconic when you see those big white letters. Correct. Sure. What font are they? Oh. oh. Is it Copper Plate Gothic Bold, Futura X Bold, Bremen Bold, or Bookman Old Style? Futura Bold. Uh, What was the last one? Bookman Old Style. I'm going to go with that. Clue, that classic font is Future X Bold. This is annihilated. Whoa! Damn. That was uh, very lucky for me because I spend a lot of time in the font section of things for various uh, jobs of mine, for our videos. I'm looking at fonts all day long over here doing my research. Man, swimming in fonts. From front font to back, you're in it. Okay, oh. sure. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll allow so, it. What's the score? Uh, I've got three. You've got two. Brent's got one. Okay. You guys noticed in the movie, too, that had the black boxes with the purple ribbon? Mm-hmm. Yep. It reminds me of Squid Games. I bet you they stole that from that. I agree. The, the coffins were black with the pink ribbon? Okay. Oh, that uh, uh, that reminds me. I had a funny idea for a tweet that you should do from the North American Friends Movie Club account. And mm-hmm. it, you should do a tweet where it's like that a video of when the audience in the marvel movie is freaking out you know they're like so happy because someone appeared on screen or something do you know which one i'm talking about Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then you should do the the caption should be 
uh, Clue fans when the candlestick shows up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs> it's funny. That was very funny. Uh, question number six. In the most recent updated version of the board game Clue, they got rid of Mrs. White. They said, see you later, and they introduced a new character. What's that new character's name? Uh. Is it Dr. Peony, Dr. Daisy, Dr. Orchid, or Dr. Marigold? I'm going to go with Marigold. (sighs) I want to, too, because it's the only one that's like, could be interpreted as a color. But why would they make it the same color as mustard? Like, a Marigold's also yellow. (sighs) Fuck me. All right, I'm going Marigold. Think of that. I threw in Marigold to throw you guys off the, the sense. And I knew it would fuck around with your brains enough to why would I get this question correctly. This is was masterclass by me. Yeah. Well um, it was Dr. Orchid. He's on fire. That's oh bullshit. That's I bullshit. I feel fine because I would have gotten it wrong even on my second That's try. Mrs. White's daughter. What well, I I guess an orchids are white, I guess. Fuck mm-hmm. this bullshit. Fucking Parker Brothers. I'll see you in hell, Parker Brothers. Yeah, first day in hell, you're looking for George Swinnerton. (laughs) Where's he at? Where's he at? (laughs) Um, Yeah, that was Masterclass and how you do a quiz for any future podcasters that are looking to to get in the game. That's how you do it. Take notes. The original clue was um, called Cluedo or something like that, and it was by a couple, and they had different weapons. I'm going to name four weapons. You got to tell me which weapon was in the actual original game. Okay. Spear. Blow dart gun. Bomb. Flail. What's a flail? Like a spiky, a ball with spikes on it. Damn. Damn. I imagine, I'm imagining, uh... A, a, a suit of armor with a spear and someone grabs the spear from the suit of armor. I'm going to go spear. Okay. I'm also going to say spear. The only weapon that was listed that was in the original Clue game was a bomb. He's heating up! What? Grief. <laughs> That's the, that makes the least amount of sense! <laughs> Fucking masterclass right now never would it wouldn't, wouldn't a dream would have been my fourth pick would have been my fourth pick exactly exactly it's such an absurd fact that i had to make it a question oh certainly all right what nationality was yvette was she canadian was she french was she an american or was she norwegian i'm gonna say french en français i agree we oui, we oui. We oui, we oui. no no. He's on fire. She is an American. She spoke American perfect English at the very end. She was faking the whole time. She was faking it to be French. She spoke French throughout the whole movie, but in uh, the end before she got killed, she said very clearly in American, she said, "They saw my face. They saw every inch of my body." Oh my god. No, oh it's you. No, how do I I don't nope. Is that the only thing you're using? To, I mean, does it say that? Do you have a reference to that answer? Look at the group right now. 
oh wow this guy he's he, he knew we were gonna question it and he had evidence prepared and he's correct all right <laughs> i got hey. help this yeah. is the audience pick i yeah. went to the uh, the super fan i got help and this that was <laughs> she okay. got your ass yeah we got we got just we What's were, the score? Did I win? So am I winning? You're up right now, four three two. <laughs> All right, so I'm on a roll right now. Question number nine: Which character was the uh, lead guitarist for the Go Go's? Was it Miss Scarlet? Was it Miss White? Was it Yvette? Or was it the Telegram Girl? Yeah, uh, or uh, Nate goes first. Uh, Telegram Girl. Telegram Girl. That is correct. Mm, I tried to make it seem like I didn't know to trick Kate, but she knew it. That's what I tried to do earlier, Nate. I was like, friends? But I was like 100% (laughs) sure that I was completely wrong. (laughs) Gamesmanship. (laughs) What item in the film was used to represent the colors of the characters? Was it their cars? Was it the ties? The male ties? Was it the female's jewelry? Or was it the male's pocket squares? Damn. That's a good question. I don't know what to pick. Um, Pocket squares. Okay. I'm going to say tie. Okay. Uh, Mrs. White drives a black and white 1950 MGTD convertible. Mrs. Peacock drives a blue 1952 Packard. Mr. Green drives a green Plymouth. Miss Scarlet drives a red Lincoln. And Professor Plum drives a purple station wagon made by Pontiac. It's their vehicles. He's on fire! They all took vehicles to the show, or to the house, and they're all the colors represented by the game pieces. Wow. Big dub for the big dub. Went outside my comfort zone, went 10 questions. Was that the 10th question? That was it. It dominated. Goddamn dominated. Wow. Why don't you go play on your. <laughs> don't your say, listen, we, listen, we gave you all the praise <laughs> a little bit ago. That, I, I want, know. The, I want I the listeners to see what just happened there. We were like, hey, you dominate us. You do so well at this. The internet remembers. I know you don't because that's not the type of person you are. You're doing so great, Kate. Let's pull out our socks up, Nate. That's what we said. Mm-hmm. When she loses and I win, mm-hmm. why don't you go play on your equipment? <laughs> yeah, no, when Kate uh, Kate said, like, I don't care if I win, I was just thinking back to some of the times when Kate's been down by, like, three, and then her voice goes, <laughs> oh, I guess, see, <laughs> Starts yawning. Yeah. Like, oh, I got in my head. Way. I get in my head. You guys are Juliet, right. I'm Juliet sorry. woke up. Juliet woke threw up. I apologize, Brent. Go and play I, on your equipment. I um I lift you up in spirit of competition and rivalry. You are the victor. Great sportsmanship, Kate. <laughs> I got the movie on in the background. Yvette got some big ones. I'm telling yeah, you. Oh my yeah, God. Okay. okay. Do you um, want to give this movie uh, a rating? No. Yes. Medals we'll first. Medals. Whew, we'll get it someday. We'll get it one of these days. <sighs> so many options for medals. Yeah, which is rare for us. 
I give bronze to Maddie Kahn's Madeline Kahn. She's great. One of my favorite actresses, even Which though is she? that's Miss White. Okay. Um, I think uh, this isn't her funniest movie because they don't let her do as much as they usually let her do in comedy mm-hmm. movies, which is a bit of a mistake. But she is super funny. And then right at the end of the movie, there's like a surprising moment. And she does this like scream that's supposed to be like surprised. But she's just like, ah. <laughs> and it's so I'm going to play it right now. It's so funny that gig bumped her up into the medals, bronze medal. Well, you've convinced me. I'm going to give her my bronze, too, because of what you just said about her. You have to say bronze goes to Maddie Cons. It's really important. Bronze goes to Maddie Cons. Nice. Um, <laughs> my bronze is... Oh, it's hard. That's what she said. Yeah. Got him. Um, I Got think it. it's going to go... My bronze is going to go to Michael McKeon. Mikey yeah. McKean's. McKean's the Queens. Uh, I don't know. He, uh, he did, yeah, he was my favorite. Just does that line at the very end. Um, he was my favorite of the, the characters, like the male characters, and uh, I really liked it. Yeah, I gave him my silver medal. I thought he was really funny, and uh, he's in some of my favorite comedy movies of all time. Actually, he plays a great straight man and a great ridiculous guy. So huge, huge win, silver medal for Mikey McKean's. I want to give my silver to Colleen Kemp, who was the actress who played Yvette. She's very different than what than the character she plays, and so and therefore she will be receiving my. Silver medal. Say we. We. My silver medal is going to go to our beloved Tim Curry. Timmy. Timmy Key. Nate, I know you're a huge Timmy Curry fan. Oh, I'm Uh, a big Curry guy. Yeah. What's your here? What's your hurry? Um, (laughs) I kept trying to rhyme people's names. This is not working. Uh, he's very. He does that thing where he makes his eyes big over like a shocking thing that happens mm-hmm. in pretty much every role he's in, and I love it. And he was he was so good at the ending where he's explaining all the killings and all that. He gets my silver. Oh, he the he would have gotten my gold anyways. But the last ten minutes of the movie is basically him doing like a fifteen page monologue, running around the house explaining how the murders go down, and oh he just makes the whole film. He's so fucking perfect and hilarious mm-hmm. i don't know if anyone else could have pulled that off so he got your gold yes yes he did he's getting my gold too to me he's just like a treasure he's just a treasure absolutely he doesn't get my gold because he suffers from where that unfortunate thing where he's so good that he gets uh penalized for being so good you know what i mean mm. sure like me yeah, and me and Kate. And Kate. Mm-hmm. I don't get penalized. Yeah, so he gets penalized just for being uh, so good that even when someone is even close to him, uh, they automatically are better than him. If that makes sense. Sure. Uh, and that's going to Miss Scarlet. She was my favorite. She kept everything together. She kept the the whole, the com- the laughs coming. I thought she was Susan Sarandon forever. Um, and she was my favorite, not only female, but male character. Leslie Ann Warren, very great performance. Absolutely. She's a very beautiful woman. Yeah. Uh, sh- they fought the law 
And the law won. Leslie Ann Warren. Leslie Ann Warren, LAW. Yeah. Yeah. The law won my gold medal. (laughs) She's a jolly good fellow. (laughs) She was married to the uh, John Peters. Who's that? (laughs) I thought he was someone famous, but he's not. (laughs) (laughs) You were hoping we'd swoop in and be like, ah, the guy from uh, uh, Bad News Bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no! Oh, you mean the American film producer and former hairdresser? Yeah, that's yeah. of course, no. of course. Yeah, JP, we know him. Oh my god! Uh, do you guys want to give this movie a rating? Yeah. The script for this movie. A movie based on a board game, probably the strongest board game movie ever created. What would you give the script for this movie? I think that this script could uh, weight lift 100 pounds at least, and I'm giving it a 10 because I loved it. And it doesn't, I know a 10 may not make sense, but I don't care. Uh, No, I'm going to agree with you because it's one, it's really hard to make a clever movie off of a board game. That's almost an impossible job. And there's, it's very quippy. I love a quip. I love a fast talking his girl Friday, 1940s. Ah, very good. And uh, it's got a lot of that. So 10. Um, I agree. It's very hard to, uh, would be very hard to make a really good movie based off a board game. That's why there's no good Monopoly movies out there. Mm-mm. Um, I give it a nine, though. I don't give it a ten mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I wanted more mystery and less comedy. Mm. Oh, you wanted a little more mystery. Yeah. Interesting. The uh, art direction for this movie, the costumes, the sets, all of that kind of stuff. What did you guys think of the art direction? So I'm giving it a nine and it gets a point deducted because during the scenes where they split up to go around the house, I got confused about where they were in the house sometimes. Mm. And that has lasted for decades. Spatial confusion. Spatial confusion. Very good point. Um, My turn. Sure. I'm giving it. I think they dropped the ball. I think they dropped the ball. I'm going to give it a seven. Wow. I didn't. I found the house confusing and every room was the same color except for the kitchen. There was nothing remarkable about the rooms. And I feel like if you're going to have these characters, you don't go subtle with the colors and the the references to their characters. I want Colonel Mustard walking in full mustard suit. Mm. Holding on to mustard. I want exactly. I don't want asking if they have mustard at dinner. Yeah, like Mr. <laughs> exactly. I don't want any confusion. Mr. Green, not a speck of green on. Not a touch. Yeah. Not he looks like just a regular dude. Mr. Green, when I played that game, that motherfucker had a green velvet suit on mm-hmm. in my brain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I yep. want a green velvet, crushed velvet, green suit. They the car thing was really cool, blew my mind. Kind of like that's really awesome, but they they made it too subtle. I was going to give it a 10 because I love the mansion. I love a door that's a bookcase. I love a painting that's a secret entrance. Uh, But you convinced me with that green thing. Mr. Green should have been wearing some green. It gets a nine. There you go. Look, mustard has like a a really dark burnt mustard suit on. Plum has a plum 
uh, vest on. Mr. Green doesn't have anything green on. Nothing. Scarlet mm-hmm. got green on and black underwear. She should have had a red dress on and green underwear. <laughs> yeah, she like- should have been a Christmas tree. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, the music for this movie. What do you guys think of the music? I love the music in this movie. Anyway, I could more ten. I uh, I love the music as well. They snuck in the synthesizer, so it loses one point because they didn't <gasps> need it. They just didn't need it at all. So it's a nine for me. Eight, no bangers. Um, could have had at least a couple bangers in there from the eighties. Sure, even though it's a nineteen fifties <laughs> movie, but they could have played oh, like yeah. they could have played like blinders. <laughs> hey, they do that. I say all the time. Mm-hmm. Blinders plays your favorite movies. movie. Yeah, and <laughs> it works. It works. Uh, I gotta find out what kind of movie this is Let's look. i have it right here what is the kind of movie 1985 american black comedy mystery film mm, black comedy i don't know it's not is i guess there's, there's murder a lot of death yeah of and oh yeah and there's like the scenes when they're pretending to make out with the dead bodies to trick the cop and they're like yeah. pretending to dance with them weekend that's at bernie gross. style yeah that's pretty that's pretty dark uh i'll give it Missing a little mystery. I'm going to give it uh, eight. I will give it an eight as well. You can't call it a dark comedy and have that much comedy in it. No, that doesn't make sense. Eight. <laughs> I know what I'm trying to say, but I, I know you. there's no way I'm going to be able to say it. So it's <laughs> edit. We'll just, yeah, just abandon mm-hmm. it. That's what I would do. Too. That's <laughs> exactly. exactly what I would do. I, knew, I know when I'm in too deep. When that riptide's taking me out, I, I fight it or just go home to Zeus go. and I just go home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go home to Jesus. <laughs> Zeus is the water guy, yeah, right? Neptune. Okay, that's what you meant. You meant Neptune. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you understand. I me. was with you, though. I knew it. I knew yeah. it all the time. The beard guy. I got you. Uh, <laughs> the kids yelling at worst guy. <laughs> it was like he just went home to Neptune. <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm done Whew. uh the theme of this month september is for suspense that was what we chose and so i have to ask you how suspenseful did you find this movie i found this to be a level 10 suspense because there were three endings there's nothing more suspenseful than that uh if i have to compare it to like the most suspenseful movie i've ever seen i got got a dock it Two two full points. It's uh, an eight. It's an eight. Why are you docking it? Uh because like was was he's I a on, <laughs> was Just I on the edge of my seat like No Country for Old Men where the guy's like a little murder guy? I don't know. Not quite. So not quite. This is um, also rated PG, which is crazy as well. You can't rate this PG and have it's a vet walk PG? around with her titties out. It was different in the eighties. It was a different time. It was very different. Making jokes about sexuality. <laughs> I give it a, a a suspense. They they did a little too much, I think. Uh, so I'll go go eight. Okay, let's get a total score. I bet it gets the same as the Mummy, or Back to the Future. I like the Mummy. I think you're about right. This is, gets a forty three point five. Did better than the Village. Well, thank God for some people who lost their minds. 
this is one tenth lower than uh, Spirited Away. Hmm. Hmm. Fancy that. I've been looking forward to this next section of our podcast. Yes, I'm also very excited to find out what is going to happen to us next month. It is October. It's Brent's choice. Brent, what, what are, are we doing? What are you doing to us? It's spooky season, it's spooky baby. Spooky season, baby. I think the spooky people need some representation. Mm-hmm. And um, I think we're going to, the theme is going to be movies that are a must before Halloween. You're trying to get into that mood. You want to get into that spooky mood and decorate your house. What movie are you watching to get yourself in that mood? Mm-hmm. 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 Now, I could have been... I know you guys aren't a big fan of the, the horror genre. and this, this, I could have been mean. I am. I, could, I like no, horror. No, you don't like the gory stuff, though. I was going to go Rob Zombie on you. You're going to go murder movies. Yeah, I was gonna do that, and I know I know you don't like the gore, but I I went back to my roots, and I thought, what's my favorite representation of Halloween? Who's my favorite character? And at all the wheels started turning, and we are gonna be watching Bram Stoker's Dracula. Bram Boom. Stoker's Dracula. Is that with uh, um, Keanu? Keanu, Winona Ryder, Gary Oldman. Whoa. Uh, I don't think Dr- I've ever seen this. Dracula is my favorite person in the world. <laughs> you relate to him. You, you well, you work with blood. I exactly. I don't know why I, lo- I love Dracula so much. I don't know why. I can't explain it. I just love it, and I didn't want to watch the original Bela Lugosi version because I wanted to keep it kind of current. And we're. I feel like we're going to get into a good discussion about Bram Stoker's. Oh, maybe I'm, I have seen it. I'm going to bring some nerd shit to this one. I saw this movie like when I was maybe 13. So it's been a long, long time since I watched this movie. So I'm excited to watch it as an adult. I think it's Francis Ford Coppola. Sure. I think so. Gary Oldman got the the funny hair. Yep. Francis Ford Coppola. 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 (laughs) I like that. Coppola. Okay. So October is for for spooky times. Uh, The first movie is Dracula. Starring all those people that Brent said. And that means the only thing left to do is say goodnight, Kate. Good night, Kate. Good night, Kate. Oh, good night, Kate. This Friday, in darkened theaters across America, prepare to experience the most terrifying love story ever told. I am Dracula. To be what you are, see what you see, love what you love. Bram Stoker's Dracula, <laughs> a Francis Ford Coppola film, rated R. The, the, my very first note is on the credits when it started, it said leaving. Mm-hmm. And I said out loud to myself, to nobody, what's your hurry? <laughs> <laughs> so I knew right there it was going to be a good time. Yeah, you knew you were off to a good start.